Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target's Red Card Debit Card, you'll save 5% every Target trip, on top of everyday low prices, in-store and online. Debit Red Card links from your existing bank account. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. Restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me as always. And we're shifting gears now, dude. It's about time to play some some dance tunes, dude. Some down tempo, some house music. Yeah, this, you know... I think we talked about last time how we've sort of sprinkled these kind of episodes in like here and there. I mean, we had that batch of episodes where we did electronic music, but it was more, you know, stuff like Calm Trues and it was, who did we, it was uh, Architect. It was more like Vapor, not Vapor, it was more like Synthwave type stuff, right? Totally different sound. Yeah, we've done Tosca and we've done, I mean, I feel like that's really all all we've done so far in this in this realm yeah but this is like one of our favorite genres of music for a long long time so like this is this is a long time coming and i think we're gonna 
we've already got you know the next few episodes planned out and i think we're gonna finally do it justice you know i think we're gonna cover some really good wide range of um of artists in this uh you know under this umbrella but it's gonna be good times man yeah, dude, I'm excited. So today we're we're gonna kick things off with Rorksop, the Norwegian duo, uh, much like our our boys Kings of Convenience, uh, from from Norway, and their album from 2001, Melody AM. I don't know when I first like how I found out about this album. If maybe it was a Pandora thing, and you know, back when Pandora Radio was was all the rage. Maybe I found out about it because Erland from Kings of Convenience shows up on a couple of their tracks. Could have been that Geico commercial, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny if it was, but um, if you, I mean, it must have been like the 2000s, right? It was 2006, actually. You looked up the commercial? Yeah. So, yeah, if you remember the Caveman series of commercials by Geico, right? They had this episode, episode, they had this commercial where... The caveman character is on a moving sidewalk at an airport kind of thing. And, you know, in the background is, is a, a workshop song. Well, remember, they started off, uh, the tagline was so easy a caveman could do it. And then from uh, that point on, all the commercials were these, like, sophisticated, you know, evolved cavemen that, you know, had jobs and was just doing everything that us normal humans was doing. And they would see these advertisements with, like, a generic like stereotype of a caveman and he was walking on that on that moving sidewalk in the airport and he saw the advertisement and he got all like uh, upset <laughs> he got a yeah. little all upset about it but yeah in the background let's play the song dude let's kick things off all right with, let's do it yeah this is a single but we're gonna play it so if you remember if you remember uh put yourself back in the 2000s and and you're watching tv and then you see a guy go commercial there was just as many Geico commercials back then as there are now. Right. So here is Erland Oya, which is one half of Kings of Convenience, and he shows up on this track, Remind Me, from Rorksop. song i think this song is a good representation of this style of electronic music right so the genres that are put on on these guys ambient down tempo chill out and house along with synth pop i think it's that it's that chill out 
genre that I think is this specific flavor of of like house dance music. Yeah, I mean, you know, as we as we continue to play artists under this umbrella for the next few weeks, nobody sounds like Workshop. You know what I mean? Nobody else sounds like them. But I think that might be yeah, there's 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 elements that they bring to it that make it a little bit different cuz you know, things like the drum beats or maybe the bass line might sound kind of like other down-tempo artists, but I think the ambient part, you know, because I think their label does like ambient chill, ambient down tempo, mm-hmm. is what makes them sound like this. And the choice to 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 use Erland Oya, I think, is brilliant because his voice just pairs perfectly with what they do. Well, here's how that came about, dude. Um, so let's name off the the two dudes. So as we mentioned, right, we did mention this earlier. Erland Oya is one half of Kings of Convenience. I think we made that pretty clear. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh yeah, so we, you know, we're big fans of them as you know. Yeah, we covered their 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 new record a few weeks back and I think we talked about doing this workshop album, but um yeah, that's that's his voice if you can't tell. But yeah, go ahead, Q. So, uh these guys have known each other since they were like 12, man. They've known each other for a long time. Uh, they are out of dude. That's just like Erland and Eric. I know, it? crazy I know, dude. I know. Uh, so they're from Norway. Uh, they are. S- I'm not doing last names, dude. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I have listened to enough interviews. I'm gonna I'm gonna nail these first names, dude. We've got Svein and Torbjorn. Erland is really good friends with a guy by the name of Mikal Tella. Uh, and he happens to run a tiny little record label. I believe it's defunct as of now, but it's, it was called Tele Records. And the first three seven inches of Kings of Convenience were released on Tele. Uh, actually, a parent label, or I'm sorry, uh, like a sister label, which is just, just the word Tele backwards. So like Elet, Elet Records, okay. sister label. Okay. Um, so he, he was good friends with Erland. And so... Erland also listened to a couple of the Rorksop 7 inches that, that were released on Tella way back so they in the were day. So label mates. In a way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's how that's how Erland came to know the guys in Rorksop, and that's more than likely why he how he ended up getting into that recording studio with them for Melody AM. Uh, the other song that he shows up on is another single called Poor Lino, which I absolutely love, dude. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a lot of people credit Rorksop for bringing dance music to the mainstream. I think they would go alongside like Daft Punk and maybe Air, you know, for like popularizing this style of 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 music, of dance music at least. Yeah, I mean, obviously Daft Punk crossed over into like Western pop culture and stuff like that in a way that maybe Rorksop didn't. But are, are you saying that? Maybe Workshop did that over in the UK. Uh, Melody AM was was certified platinum in in Norway. Okay. Sold over a million copies worldwide. Dude. I I doubt their name is as as well known in in America. I mean, it's hard to compare to Daft Punk because they're probably arguably the most like name recognized like electronic act of the last few decades, right? Uh, dude, I didn't hear anything that you just said because I'm reading this thing on Wikipedia, and this is going to be our outro now, without a doubt. 
In 2006, Workshop released a nine-track live album called Workshop's Night Out. Notably, the album contains a reinterpretation of the song Go With The Flow by Queens of the Stone Age. Wow. Uh, I gotta hear how that sounds, dude. Is that on Spotify? I don't know. That's crazy, man. <laughs> well, yeah, you want to... That's like a must-play for yeah. for no filler because God's like the marriage of two of our favorite... Uh, right favorite artists huh wow there it is man listen to it that's gonna be our outro that's awesome so as you can tell we don't have that many notes for this episode i was just saying that like if they are credited as bringing this style of music to the masses i was trying to make the case of like well i bet you not too many people know about workshop compared to daft punk which i think is kind of like an unfair like bar you know because daft punk is is, is huge right right but the fact that they show up on a geico commercial kind of proves the point that that yeah they were actually pretty well known and they were also um uh, Eple, which is track two on this record was also licensed by apple and used as the introduction music for the mac os x version 10.3 setup assistant what? so anytime you use the setup assistant for mac os back then you would hear Eple. That's crazy. That is not. Do you think right? they? Do you think they did it because they're like, oh, it kind of sounds like Apple, 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 <laughs> maybe. But no, that's you want to talk about a a artist that is a part of your everyday life. If you well, right. Not too many people probably use the assistant every day, but that's that's crazy because I think that's the first thing you see when you set up your Mac for the very first time. Yeah, that's that's installing the operating system. That's yeah, what, yeah, dude. That's amazing. Anyways, I feel like we need to just jump into a track. Yeah, uh, I'm. Let me let me quote this um, article here real quick. I think it sums it up nicely. Kind of what what was brewing in Norway and what was coming out of Tele Records at the time. So it says here, while while experimentation was a large part of music everywhere, the common denominator for nearly all acts associated with Tele was a melancholic stillness, a low key Nordic sound, which would have gone seamlessly with the vast cold landscape and opaque skies. Amid this artistic cluster, which also spawned Kings of Convenience and Erland Oya, Melody AM was born. I love it, dude. Melancholic stillness. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's a good description of it. So we're going to jump to track four, I believe. Got a lot of singles on this one that we got to skip over, but some of my favorites on here that aren't singles are... More in that like jazz pocket, which we're going to be getting into a lot of music like that in the next few weeks. But jazzy side of down tempo. All right, so we're going to jump to track four. This is again off of Workshop's 2001 album Melody AM. This song is called In Space.
Yeah. So I think I know, I know what makes them so different. It's like, it's pretty, right? I mean, that's like a harp almost in the background, isn't it? It almost sounds like a harp. Yeah. There's so much texture that they add and so much like um, organic. Or, yeah. I don't know if that's the right word, um, but yeah. Right. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel like your typical like dance song. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a synth or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right. So, and that's why Talkie Walkie will always be my favorite air album. It's that same feel where it's it's very you know there's like acoustic guitar samples you know there's stringed instruments there's it's very lush and spacious you know yeah totally yeah that's what i love about this style of music and it is you know i think chill out is a is a good genre it's 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 a good way to describe this kind of music you know maybe it's something you you put on in the background during a house party or something i think that's something we mentioned during during our tosca episode where you can put it on in the background. Actually, I think we were quoting someone on that. You, you know, you, you can put it on in the background at a cocktail party, but if you, you know, sit down with it and intently listen to the album, you know, you're going to pick up on these really small little details that you're going to miss out on if you don't really pay attention, which is, you know, that's what down tempo is all about, dude. It can be repetitive, you know, but again, there's all these layers and, and movements throughout the song. And I think like that quote was trying to say, Unlike really heavy club dance electronic music, this type of music is just as 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 well suited for background, uh, hanging out, relaxing. It's very it's very chill, uh, passive almost. Yeah. But then if you do pay attention to it, you're going to hear a lot of depth and layers. You know what I mean? And, and, and textures and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a quote here. Um from the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, This person describes the album as an across-the-board mix of bleepy synths, crunch beats, and ambient dreamy vocals with even a bit of disco mixed in at times. I feel like that disco uh, mix is on par with what you're going to hear with Air or uh, Daft Punk, you know? It's it's that French pop, uh, I guess in this case, Norwegian pop, uh, it's that style that they bring to the mix to these uh, down tempo tracks that that really make them stand out. But yeah, that, that's a great. I think that's a really good representation of kind of what they do. They they really combine those like string type instruments with a more traditional sounding bass line and like drum beat, electronic drum beat, and it just sounds really, just sounds really cool. You know, sounds, yeah, sounds pretty. It's, um, yeah, that's that ambient part of like the ambient down tempo chill out music, you know? Well, yeah. And also like as varied as each song is on this album, this is one of those, you got to listen to it all the way through. It flows really well from track to track. All right, dude, this might be my favorite one, man. We're going to jump to track six. This one is called A Higher Place.
it's just so cool what they did with that. That it sounds like a like an air bubble or something like that. That yeah, it sounds like a bubble type type sound. But the the way that they it sounds like you're Sonic, dude, trying to swim back up. Yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> um, if you caught that reference, then you're <laughs> you're RH you're in our sure. H group, yeah. <laughs> um, but like you were saying while we were the the song was playing, like the way that they hold the echo of that mm-hmm. bubble sound is really cool. Yeah, and it just keeps expanding and it yeah. just keeps going. It just this this is a, a an album for for a good pair of headphones for sure. But the vocal track in the background really cool, especially how they made it almost sound like it was kind of played in reverse a little bit. Yeah, dude. So I've got a special treat for you, man. Here we go. We haven't done this in a while. Here we go. Let's find out where that uh, vocal is sampled from, dude. I love it. So this is a, a really awesome website called WhoSampled.com. It will take you exactly to the timestamp of uh, tracks sampled in in music. They have a lot of stuff on here. Uh, this is a band called the Tyrell Corporation, an album from 92 called Northeast of Eden. Not to be confused with Thievery Corporation, who will be we will be covering in a couple of weeks. But um... Hey, spoilers. Now, I always like to do this, man. We did this with our Tosca episode as well. I think it was a... Was was it Pat Metheny? Yes. Yeah. That was our sidetrack, actually. I, I think we played the Pat Metheny song as, as a sidetrack episode to the Tosca episode. That's back when we were still doing sidetracks. It's always cool to see what what an electronic artist can do with, with even just the smallest bit of of a sample, you know, and just take one lyric from a song and just turn it into a completely different feeling kind of song you know even just with with one line all right so this is a band called the tyrell corporation it's an album from 92 called northeast of eden let's see if we can pick up on that sample that works up uh used in a higher place this song is called freedom you free me from the tyrants the lie within my and take me to a higher plane I thought I'd never find You're the best of June adventure I mean, that's all we really need to hear, dude. That one line. And I think I think we had the same conversation on that Tosca sidetrack episode. It's amazing to me when you hear the isolated sampled track right because it's always incredible to me that that they thought we could use this and what what they did with it with higher place to reimagine it and to like utilize it in a way because isolated that doesn't sound it's a very soft yeah ballad kind of song almost i don't know i don't know what the rest of the song sounds like but i always wondered did they did they hear this song and 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 make higher place around it or did they have that melody and stuff already, and then they just wanted a vocal track added to it. It's just I always want to know, like how how did they get the how do the two things combine? Is this just was Tyrell Corporation in one of their record collections? How how did it happen? I want to believe that that's the case, dude. That that, that these are songs that they're pulling from because they're fans of the music, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm sure this is a song that 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 they're fans of and that they went back to, you know, and we're just trying to find like a really interesting bit that they could use. That's my guess. Yeah. And I know with Tosca, 
uh, I read an interview where when they're in the in the process of making a record together, they have this like studio space where they have all their old vinyl record, like their, their vinyl collection with them. And that's what they'll do. They'll listen to records to try to find songs that are in the same key of a song that they're playing playing around with or the same the same tempo and stuff like that. And then they can bring it in. So, you know, maybe it was that. Maybe maybe that was what it was, you know. We'll never know. That's the thing. Unless you can find some interview where they explain how they how the two came together, you may never know. But it's always interesting to think about those types of things. And that's what's cool about music like this where, where you get – samples right because it's always right it's always fun to, to to go find that track that isolated track right yeah and and that was actually this was the kind of music uh dance music uh electronic music that they were into that influenced them greatly uh craft work depeche mode art of noise the really like the pioneers of of electronic music that were you know heavily sampled kind of music that's what i've always appreciated about down tempo and this style of music like like we've been saying you know it's it's just really cool to see what what these artists can do with with sampled um instruments and sampled vocals let's take a quick break so we're halfway through the track dude i wanted to play a little bit more of a higher place something really cool happens it it kind of changes um i feel like it ch- it changes its mood a little bit towards the end so here's the second half of a higher place like it when when a song i mean just has a full full-on stop like that right yeah where it's like did this is it over you know and then they bring it back yeah and then they change it up a little bit to add uh, another keyboard melody or piano melody yeah i always always appreciate that always the standout track for me on this album um actually it's a toss-up between this one and the next one we're gonna play dude i just love it man 
Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's if you don't listen to a lot of this kind of music, you might not be you might not be able to 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 to, to pinpoint what makes this so different. But but it really it really is a standout record in um, in this umbrella, you know. Absolutely. There's a reason that um, we continue to go back to this record. I think there, there's just something about it. It just feels so natural, you know. Yeah, dude. And then you sprinkle in good old Erlen Oya with his buttery smooth voice. That was a, a just a really a genius move on their part. And it sounds like he approached them. Now maybe he's fluffing the story a little bit, but I saw an interview where he kind of approached them. He heard them, you know, because it sounds like they were sharing studio spaces and like or at least same record label. So he heard the music that they were working on and approached them and suggested that his vocals would lend itself nicely to their to their sound and he was he was right he had that in you know being friends with mccall right who ran the record label that's a cool story dude i like that kind of stuff just a bunch of dance crazy musicians from norway all right dude it's a toss-up like i said for favorite song on the record this is our last track for the episode we're jumping down to the second to last track dude man the the jazzy like the saxophone on this song just gets me every time dude all right so this is track nine this song is called she's so
Man, that song just begs to be played while like driving into the city with mm. the, with the sunset, dude. It's also got kind of like a um, you know, let's, let's dim the lights down and have a good time kind of vibe to it. Oh yeah, dude. You know what I mean? For sure. But um, dude, I feel I thought you were about to go into an Adam and Eve promo, <laughs> <laughs> which we haven't done in a while. That would have been a great segue for an Adam and Eve. <laughs> commercial for sure but um (laughs) dude those days we're not peddling that kind of stuff anymore dude but But, um what you were saying about the saxophone though um yeah it's all about that sax man Mm. and what i and when it all hits right um and that's that's what you live for with every down tempo track that you listen to if it's a good one and if they know what they're doing the artist they're going to give you that moment where it all just clicks you know what I mean? And it all just makes sense. Yeah, it just makes you go like, whoa. Yeah. It makes you go like, whoa. <laughs> and that's when, you know, because the saxophone is just sort of your, it, it, it could almost be lifted straight from a song, right? In the beginning. it's just I believe a, it is, dude. Just a straight sax. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is that like in the beginning of the track, it's just a sax sample. But when everything comes in they sort of subvert your expectations and sort of like do something a little bit different with it and add that really cool. That swelling, uh, like synth swelling, synth sing thing. Yeah, in the background dude. That's my favorite part. That really adds almost like a, almost a, um, a wave of crescendos. Yeah. But it kind of has like a, like a, like a fun house kind of vibe to it. Um, almost a, I don't want to say haunting cause it's not really haunting <laughs> and we hate to use that word. It's a, it's a love hate, but, it's a wee- weeble wobbly kind of, you know, like that sound paired with the saxophone, I think has this kind of like almost an uneasy feeling to it, yeah. which doesn't really, uh, compared to all the other really light, soft, pretty kind of textures and stuff in this record, that kind of stands out to me, that part. Yeah, man. And I like how, you know, I faded it out as if you notice, there's just a really pretty uh, piano playing towards the end yeah it just kind of uh calms down at the end and then you're just left with this really pretty piano really cool man though their their compositions are something else dude and this is their first album man it's their debut album they have changed a lot in sound over the over the decades but i mean who doesn't right um yeah this is this will always be one of my favorite down tempo you know house music records from from that era well that's it man that is all i got you want to play some porlino dude we're, we're sitting light on time let's play some porlino man totally yeah um if you don't know this about us uh i think our maybe our favorite band could be my favorite band dude of all time kings of convenience they've got staying power for sure yeah dude as far as um in our in our hearts and you know, I think we we gushed over them plenty in our in our episode um, just a few weeks back, where we covered their newest record. But um, yeah, yeah, there's just something about them. And also, if you don't know, you know, if you haven't been listening to us enough to to get all the deets uh, with Ireland Oyam, you might not know that he is also the lead singer of Whitest Boy Alive, which we need to figure out a way to cover them one of these days, man. <sighs> For real. Just wait, we'll wait until their, their new album comes out. That's coming, yeah, dude. That's, it's crazy that we haven't talked about them yet. Yeah. All right, so Erland Oya shows up on... So we played Remind Me earlier. Let's play another single that features him on it. This, dude... This is a killer track, man. That's one of my favorite songs of two, of the 2000s, dude. 
this is, I think, one of the few tracks on the record that really has a dancey kind of moment to it. Yeah. Big time. Where it really opens up and, and, and has has a, a, a dance quality to it. So you'll you'll hear what I'm talking about here in a second. All right, so this is track five. It's called Poor Lino. that's a more classic like house music it's got like those calypso yeah you know, kind of percussion that's that that's kind of what maybe that calypso thing is mm-hmm. what makes yeah it makes you think of that house kind of style but yeah that that could totally be played in a club like that song could be i bet there's some killer remixes in. of that dude oh totally but yeah that song could get sprinkled into to a really good set list dj set uh-huh. oh yeah man but not so much the rest of the tracks, right? Because like we said, with Down Tempo, it can fit in well at a really laid back, chill kind of club. But it's not going to be, it's not going to bring people to the dance floor necessarily. That song will though. Yeah, for sure. Like I feel like Down Tempo is what you're going to hear in like a wine bar or something like that, you know, sophistication. Oh yeah, man. That's, that's what Down Tempo is all about, dude. Yeah. And I think we should mention too that I... I feel like we we got to give credit to Rourke's up for getting Erland Oya into to dance music, dude. Because he has that whole um, what is it called DJ Kicks mm. album that he released. Yeah, um, I think it's just a, a a compilation record that he put together, and then he had that album Unrest that came out in two thousand three that is very uh, dancey. And that was just a couple of years after working with Rourke's up. So yeah, I mean Erland is is such a versatile musician 
really. I mean, if you listen to Kings of Convenience compared to the stuff he does for Wider Spoiler Live or the stuff he he did here, he he really is one of those types of um, I don't want to call him like a Renaissance man or whatever. But I mean, there's a reason that he collaborates with a lot of different musicians. You know, he's all over the place, man. Um, and I think he produces. He does all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he he's had quite the uh, quite the the career. But yeah, what more do you need to know, man? That's a great, great track to wrap it all up. And this is a great album to kick start our down tempo stint, dude. We're gonna do it justice this time. We're gonna listen to some great albums from our past, dude. These are all albums that that we listened to in the early two thousands, dude. Or maybe not early two thousands because we were still in, in high school. I feel like that didn't really, for us at least, we didn't really get into this stuff until post high school. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll talk about this in the next episode, but sort of like the origin story of us and this style of music, I can can safely point to, I think, Pandora for really sort of exposing us to a wide range of artists in this category. Because, you know, if you listened to Pandora, like a lot of people did when Pandora first hit, because there's this really cool concept, right? before every music app had a related artist radio type shuffle thing you know spotify has it now too but pandora used to be the the shit man and it probably still is it still exists it was literally like a radio station you wouldn't know what was coming next and so i'm curious to know what artist station we were listening to like what because that's the original whoever we were into that exposed us through pandora to all of the other or maybe it was Tosca, but I think that that's a good way to to get a lot of exposure to a lot of similar artists back then. That's kind of what Pandora was all about. The whole God, what do they call it, man? The Human Genome Project or something like that is oh, what they based it off of. Or right, I think is what it was. Right, the whole idea of of you know this is related to that, you know, and this has similar qualities to to that and like you know they boasted it as being like the best uh relational database of music or whatever yeah really complicated algorithm yeah so who who are we covering next Trev? so we're going to talk about another down tempo artist that goes by the name quantic because i think both of us kind of agreed that this particular record called the fifth exotic is one of the first down tempo one of the early down tempo records the both you and I were really, really into from start to finish. And you were telling me that you haven't listened to this record in years. Long time, dude. I can't wait, dude. Do not listen to it until our episode so so we can get your, your hot take on it. But there's some killer tracks on this record, man. I can't wait. I've already got the tracks picked out. Well, and we're going to be heading into even heavier like jazz territory in this style of, of down tempo too with, with Quantic. Yes, and that's the thing. Uh, apologies if you if you're not into this kind of stuff and, and you like it when we cover rock because that's what we typically cover. You may be bored a little bit for the next few weeks, or hopefully we'll 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 make some fans out of you. You know. Yeah, I hope we, we turn you on to some stuff that you don't usually listen to. And you know what? If if you can't stand it, just know that in a few more weeks we'll have another what you heard episode where we're gonna we'll we'll mix it up again. Yeah, yeah, but you know. If you hate this type of music, 
We got 185 episodes, I think. So <laughs> plenty of stuff in the back catalog for you to listen to if you want to wait it out. Yeah. You know, just check back with us in a few weeks. We'll be talking about, well, not to spoil, but we're going to circle back to some some 80s alt rock for a while is what we're planning on doing once we get out of this stint. But we're going to devote at least four or five weeks on this style of music because it's been a long time coming. It's always been a plan to talk about this kind of music, and we want to actually devote some time to it. So that is what we're going to do. And this, yeah, down tempo is, is like part of the foundation of like what defines the kind of music that I listen to that I have been listening to for from, you know, early 2000s to now. Uh, same, you know, um, spoiler alert, but Q and I are twins. So we like a lot of the same music. That's how we can have 185 episodes where we essentially agree with each other <laughs> on <laughs> right. every album that we play. In um, case you didn't know, yeah, we're twins. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the whole deal. But um, yeah, we have we have a very, very similar musical journey. You know, I think we have a few offshoots um, where we sort of diverged. Um, but shit, when you're a twin, you you you, you kind of listen to the same music because, or at least for us, we shared a car. Quentin slept on my floor for a few for a couple months uh, in our early twenties, and we listened to a lot of Down to Bow together. We'll probably talk about that maybe next week. But anyway, well, you know, you know, dude, there was a blow up mattress. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was a <laughs> studio apartment, so it was literally one giant room. Yeah, I was picking picking myself up after a, a nasty breakup. Yeah, dude, and you left the fine city of Austin, Texas. <sighs> it's a shame to move back to Carrollton. Ugh, maybe it was Addison. I don't know, but anyway, know. that's all right, dude. But yeah, worth it. Worth it, dude, because that's when we discovered Down Tempo, and we discovered it together, dude, and those were good times. Yes, they were. And this band that we're talking about next week, Quantic, I think is is probably one of those bands that we that we listened to back then. So, anyway, hopefully we we can play some tunes for you that that you'll dig if you're not a fan of this. If you are a fan of this kind of music, uh, you know, strap in, strap in, because it's going to be at least five weeks of this. Uh, kind of stuff and we got I, I think we have a wide range of, of of artists under the umbrella so i'm excited dude i really am excited so yeah that's it what a great record man workshop melody am it stands out it's a classic dude it it is a classic it's great driving music yeah really get in your car push play and then put a smile on your face because that's just gun that's it to 80 happen. yeah all right q well that's it I think we've we've pretty much laid out the roadmap here. So next week we'll talk about Quantic. And um, yeah, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at No Filler Podcast. Hey, you know what? Maybe someday soon you'll be able to find us on Instagram. We're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. Thinking about it. You know, it's just how do you keep up with all this stuff? You know, <laughs> I thought Instagram is old news, dude. I thought we were going to have to at least make a TikTok. Dude, don't. Or we got to start learning some dance moves or something. No, no, no. But I don't, yeah, that, that'll be, we'll, we'll hold out for that as long as we can. But Instagram may be a thing that we do. Um, but yeah, check us out on Twitter at least, at No Filler Podcast. If you like this style of music, now would be a good time to reach out to us and be like, hey, I like these guys, or hey, this is my favorite down tempo track, and we'll sprinkle it in. We'll, we'll play it. We'll play it on the next episode if it's a if it's an artist um, that we like and we and we think it's a it's a good track 
Yeah, we've got an episode coming up. I won't spill beans, but to round out our down tempo stint, uh, that we could definitely use some help with with some more tunes. If you got any recommendations for us, send them our way. That's a good point. So again, Twitter at No Filler Podcast. You can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Um, that is the podcast network for music lovers. Uh, so check out pantheonpodcast.com to find plenty of other great music-centric podcasts. Uh, it's nothing but music-related content. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll find another one or two or three on that network that you can also add to your rotation. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. We're going to close out, like we said earlier, and I've never heard this before, so I'm- Me neither, dude. I'm stoked right now. I am so stoked, man. This is Royksop. The anticipation. This is crazy. It's killing me, dude. This is Royksop doing a cover of Queens of the Stone Age, Go With The Flow, live. So I don't know what to expect, but I'm fucking stoked right now. Yeah, this is uh, from a live album of theirs called Workshop's Night Out. It came out in 2006. So that's going to close us out, dude. I can't wait, man. Yeah. All right. Thank you, as always, for listening. My name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care. of households that start the year with peloton are still active a year later 92 percent because of a bike not just bikes we also make treadmills and rowers oh let me guess for elite athletes only right nope it doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals 92 percent stick with it so can you try peloton bikes tread or row risk-free with a 30-day home trial new members only not available in remote locations see additional terms at onepelotoncom home trial it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 